Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Our site has other great features like a message board, free OTR downloads, games, and much more. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers another podcast, which is a variety of old time radio programs, not just Superman. And just recently we started a video podcast of old movie serials. Currently we are showing weekly episodes of Undersea Kingdom. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you'll find the podcasts. And now, kids, it's time for a Comic Web Radio Secret Society code. 18, 20, 18, 23, 3, 7, 18, 3. Just enter this code at www.comicweb.com slash secretsociety.htm. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the Secret Society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, a certificate of membership, and you get 15% off any order from the Comic Web. Just use the word on checkout where we ask for a coupon code. The code again is 18-20-18-23-3-7-18-3. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Now Superman, champion of the weak and the oppressed, valiant fighter for truth and justice, who is faster than an airplane, stronger than a locomotive, but who walks the earth as Miles Clark Kent, news reporter for the Daily Planet. As you remember, Kent and Captain Maddox were on the deck of the Juanita in a terrific hurricane that suddenly swept Octopus Bay, for they had gone with Professor Thorpe to recover a $2 million treasure that lies sunk at the ocean bottom. Down in his bathysphere, 50 fathoms under the sea where the treasure lay, Professor Thorpe and Diver Gleason were trapped when the storm broke. The frightful fury of the tropical gale had torn loose the Juanita's anchors and was driving the ship straight for the menacing shark's tooth rocks, while the bathysphere with its human cargo was being dragged along the bumpy bottom of the sea. As our story continues today, the Juanita is still being tossed about by the mountainous waves. And down at the ocean floor, the diving bell crashes on toward destruction, while Professor Thorpe and Gleason fight desperately to keep from being battered in its cramped interior. Listen. Hang on to that bar, Professor. Gleason, how long do these tropical storms last? I can't do much more of this. Might be ten minutes. Might be an hour. An hour? Oh, good heavens. How strong is the atmosphere, Professor? Can't you take this banging around? Uh, I don't know. Three inches to your plate. But this battering may lose the seam. If it doesn't stop soon. Yeah. There's nothing we can do but hang on. We've got to get up to the surface. But, Professor, it's impossible in this storm. <laughs> We've got to. I'm frightened, Gleason. Oh, no. Take it easy. We'll come out of it okay. But how? The bathroom here can't stand much more of this pounding. It wasn't built for this kind of treatment. I'm going to call Captain Maddox. Hello. Hello, I'm Dex Juanita. Maddox, you've got to bring us up to the surface immediately. Professor, we can't do that now. The storm's getting worse. It's suicide to even attempt it. You're better off down there, sir. Before we can... Only be... I command I'm you. I'm sir. I must use my own judgment. I can't afford to risk your life and the lives of my crew. Look, Maddox, listen to me. Hello. Hello. 
He's at the speaking tube. I think the captain's right, Professor. We are better off down here, even if we are getting bounced around. We just have to take our chances. And meanwhile, on shore, another danger threatens the storm-tossed Juanita. Seeking protection from the hurricane's fury in the lee of a huge mass of rock is the villainous Pete Escobar. With him is Carlos, his evil assistant. Escobar looks quickly across the bay through his binoculars, then speaks. Carlos. Carlos. Look out there in the bay. Torch ship, Juanita. Yeah. I can't see nothing. There's wind and those great waves there. Use the binoculars. Look there. Here is sharp two tracks. Oh, yes, I see her now, Escobar. She's being driven like a straw before these winds. Yes. Must have slipped a rank, Carlos. And this storm is driving her straight for the rock. But from me, see how this hurricane blows her. Like the cork on the wind. Ah, that is good. She will be smashed to pieces. We will wipe out any survivors of the crew. And the gold will be ours. Two million dollars in gold, Carlos. Gold. See, it's all in Professor Thorpe's body sphere, which went down to the bottom before the storm began. Then they will have the treasure. Yes, but not for long, hmm. Carlos. What do you mean? The Juanita will shortly go on the rocks. Yes. When the hurricane passes, we wipe out the survivors and salvage the body sphere full of gold. But yes, Carlos. But yes, Will not this body sphere be lost? No. The body sphere cables are still attached to the ship. Captain Maddox won't cut the bathysphere loose because Professor Thornton and his diver are inside. But that's about Suppose you want it, she does not go on his rocks. There is your answer, Carlos. The storm grows worse. It will not fail us. But if it does, I have another plan. You will see. See much that we can do, Kent. Except keep trying and hoping. Well, Captain Maddox, you don't think that... It will crash? I don't know, Kent. Unless the storm lets up soon, anything can happen. If I could only get our anchors to bite into the bottom. Well, why don't they grab hold? Oh, there's not much chance. This wind and these mountainous waves don't give our hooks a chance to sink into the sand bottom. Speaking of the bottom... What are we going to do about Professor Thorpe and Gleason down in the bathysphere? Have you heard from them? Yes, a few minutes ago. They're being dragged and bounced on the bottom. Well, I hope the bathysphere is strong enough to withstand the putt taking now. Why in heaven's name don't we bring them up to the surface? Oh, can't it be suicide to even try it? Besides, the weight of the diving bell serves as a drag anchor for the ship. It might help us ride this out. But Maddox, if we do capsize or pile up on the rocks, they'll be caught down there. Caught like rats in a trap. Oh, by that great horn, Bullcamp. Look to the starboard. Rocks. 
a whole row of them. A shark's tooth reefs. Evilest rocks in the seven seas were driving straight at them. Good heavens, what do we do? The wheel, Kent. Help me swing it. All right, come on. Let's go. Uh, oh, it fucks like the devil himself went down with the rudder. Hold it, Kent. It's uh, our only chance. Trying. Old waves are smashing the rudder about. Uh, are we are we veering away from the reefs, Captain? No. I'm afraid not, Kent. The wind's too strong. Forcing us on the rocks in spite of the rudder. Where are you going? I'm going to see if I can lend a hand to the crew. I'll be back soon. Nothing the crew can do to save the one eaten in this hurricane. This is a job for Superman. Now then, how far are we from those rocks? Uh, about 50 yards. Well, that's enough. Over the side we go. Up, up, and away. Faster, faster. Not a moment to lose. There must be some way I can hold the one eater off those rocks. Ah, I have it. Yes. I'll brace myself against the rocks. As the ship comes in, I'll catch her, hold her off long enough for the anchor to take hold. Down, down. Ah, now then, here she comes, bearing down on me like a locomotive. Ready? Now. Ah, caught her. Now, I'll have to hold her steady for a while. Hold it. Steel muscles braced like giant girders, Superman holds the ship in its human cargo against the fury of the hurricane, holds it until it is firmly anchored. Then, as the storm dies down, he flies back aboard the Juanita, unnoticed in the excitement. Kent, Kent, where did you disappear to? Well, I, I'm ashamed to say it, Captain. I got seasick during the height of the storm and went down to my cabin. Oh, <laughs> just seasick. Yes, well, thank heaven you're all right. I was afraid you'd been washed overboard by those waves. Oh, I'm all right. Say, what happened, Captain? Things looked very bad just before I went below. Well, we were just about to pile into the shark tooth reefs back there, Kent. I still don't understand how we avoided them. What did happen, Captain? I can't explain it. There we were driving straight for those rocks, and suddenly, when everything seemed lost, the ship stopped. What? Stopped as though giant hands had reached out and saved us. It was a miracle. Well, it does sound like a miracle. Couldn't that have been a cross current, some powerful tide operating at the reef? Or couldn't the hooks just happen to catch? Yes, that's possible, but not likely. But say, why are we standing around? We've clean forgotten about Professor Thorpe and Gleason down there in the bathosphere. Good heavens, you haven't heard from them? Not a word. Oh, I'll call them right now. They must be badly shaken up. Hello. Hello down there in the bathosphere. Hello, Professor Thorpe. No answer, Kent? No. Let's try again. Hello, Thorpe. Gleason. Hello down there. Well, Kent? Still no answer. Captain Maddox, something must be wrong. The oxygen pump. Come on, we'll have a look at the gauge. All right. Well, the pump's still working. Yes, but the pressure, Captain. Captain, look at that gauge. Pressure zero. Yes. Great Scott, Kent. Look in the water. Air bubbles. That means the airline is disconnected, Captain. We've got to bring the bathosphere up out of the water quickly. Hurry, Kent. Start that motor winch. Okay. How quickly can this winch raise the bathosphere? About 100 feet a minute, Kent. We don't know how long Thorpe and Gleason have been without air. The airline must have been broken during the storm. There's still a chance. The bathosphere's reserve tank has enough to last for about 15 minutes. Oh, can't we speed that motor? Captain Maddox, doesn't that cable seem a trifle slack to you? Slack? How do you mean? Well, it's coming up so easily. Almost as though no weight were attached to it. Oh, but that's impossible, Kent. The bathosphere weighs tons of... Hold on. Stop that motor. Why? If you're right, Kent, this is worse than we suspected. Stop that motor. I want to test the cable. Okay. What is it, Captain? What happened? Oh. Kent, I... 
I hate to say this. What is it? There's nothing at the end of this cable. The bathosphere is gone. Bathosphere gone? Yes. Cut loose. Professor Thorpe and Gleason are gone with it. Somewhere at the bottom of Octopus Bay lies the diving bell. In it are two desperate men trapped when success and the Spanish gold were in their hands. What grim, hopeless thoughts pass through their minds at this moment. And what new evil is Pete Escobar plotting now that the ship is safe from the storm? How will Clark Kent save Thorpe, Gleason, and the Spanish gold? Listen in next time and follow the thrilling story of Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.